0: Indiana Jones in it's a podcast Indiana Jones. about Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Every movie, Indiana Jones. Indiana
1: Jones. one Indiana minute Indiana at a time. The Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Minute. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert.
0: I'm Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter.
2: And now I'm Brett Stillo, flying wing pilot.
1: <laughs> Welcome back, Brett.
2: Yeah, I just made it back, just barely.
1: Yeah, Herman how did was, your, uh, your dope run go?
2: Herman was shaken. It was ugly.
1: <laughs> I hope it wasn't our fault. No, 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 no. Okay. It's
2: Herman's fault. He's,
1: he's yeah, got really. a, you
2: know, we need to do an intervention on Herman Goring, but uh, that's another story.
1: That's another Indiana Jones adventure. <laughs> uh, but right now we're doing Minute 77 of Raiders, and Minute 77 begins with Indy coming up with a rotten plan, and it ends up with a large, bald, eager Nazi about to join a fight. And, uh, yeah, this minute starts with Indy and Marion hunkered down behind this uh, these these barrels watching the plane. And Indy says, okay, they're getting it out of here on a plane. By the time the Ark is loaded on there, we'll already be on the plane. Sounds good to me. I'm like, there's no... You can see just by looking at it. Like, I don't even know where they're going to put the Ark. Where are they going to fit anyone who's not the pilot in that plane? Yeah, it's after it, we... they,
0: they just said there's no fuselage. on the flying wing, man
1: and we also know
3: if we're watching these movies uh, chronologically from the time that they're set
1: we know that Indy doesn't know how to fly or land a plane oh, that's true oh, so yeah, like even if his plan was to knock out Frank Marshall and and take over the plane then he wouldn't even be able to that's sad Eh, what a dumb (laughs) archaeologist
3: the most valuable archaeological relic of all time
1: oops well, at least I got it (laughs) I got it so I could crash it.
0: That's it's classic indie, make it up as he goes yeah. along.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: I don't, I bet you the dude doesn't even have a syllabus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Michaelson chapters let's say four wow. and five. Uh, yeah. Just
2: <laughs> whatever. Wow. <laughs> All semester at Marshall College. Uh I do a class. The
1: the door says archaeology? I don't know. <laughs>
2: Write me a paper. Uh, my office towers are, uh, excuse me, i got to go. And he jumps out
1: a window. Yeah, I'm on an adventure. Bye. <laughs> I love
0: that, uh, you know, when Dietrich says, by the way, that's Dietrich, right? That yeah. is Dietrich.
1: Yeah. This is casual Dietrich <laughs> I didn't without his hat. Yeah,
0: I didn't reckon him without, like, the stick up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
1: light. He's still there. He's just sitting. Yeah, right yeah. There. he's
0: a little, yeah. Well, they got the arc. He knows, you know, he's probably going to, you know, get a little gold star or whatever. Um, but I love what he says let us uh, toast to our success in the desert to the ark. And, and Belloc is just like when we are very far from here and not with you.
2: <laughs> I mean, did you guys uh... hear that? Yeah, Wait, yeah what? It's
0: kinda, it's... He says and not with you.
2: Well yeah, no, that's I don't know if you guys have talked about this in, in previous episodes, but I, I kind of put it together you know one there's one dynamic dynamic. Sure. Dynamic. Try that one. It's uh, a dynamic that, <laughs> you know, it's that, you know, Belloc and Dietrich don't like each other, don't really yeah. like working with each other. It adds a certain level of tension that, you know, Belloc might, you know, potentially join the other side. He might jump over to the other side. Uh, you know, we're hinting at this, and there, there's another indication that, you know, you know, Bellic is not on Team Nazi.
1: Well, he's definitely still stinging from them tossing Marion into the Well of Souls. He's—I I think he was rattled by that and really upset by that. Good, good and point. And I almost feel bad for him. I guess I do in a way feel bad for him.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess here this is Dietrich extending an olive branch. Well, yeah.
1: Diet- uh, well, that's a good question. Was he either he, was he being sincere or was he a little bit like, "Hey, Bellic, I want to drink," like you know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, it's funny because he's holding out his drink, but it, it looks like he's either sh- like offering him a drink or he's just holding it out like to say, "Look, I have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I have a drink. I have it's a really... record player. I got my feet up. What do you think he's listening to on the record?" player? I was
0: thinking the same damn thing. And you know what? I looked up number six. I know what he's listening to: "Good Night, I... Irene" by Lead <laughs> Belly. <laughs> That was It was number six on the charts in 1936. It's either that or he's listening to Billie Holiday's Summertime.
1: What's weird is we have no idea what he's listening to because you can't hear it at all. See, I think he's listening to the soundtrack of the movie. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I will cue up the scene where I taunt Belloc with a drink. And I'll be so, in perfect sync So let's it.
2: let's talk Wolf Kahlo for a minute. Okay. I've seen this cat... You know, in six or seven different movies, you know, it's come up and he, there's a collar. Guess what? He always plays in every movie.
1: Like a um, <laughs> mousy schoolteacher. Clothes.
2: I'll Huck a, Finn. He's always wearing a uniform.
1: Like a telephone he operator, is, like a like a lineman, yeah. like a. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's a bellboy in everything I've ever seen him in. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know what
2: that's like when, you know, the the casting director calls you in and says, hey, we got a great part for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're gonna play this guy and you know it's you're gonna work you know, you're gonna work behind the scenes and uh, by the way, what's your what size uniform do you wear? Uh,
1: (laughs) well better than that than William Hootkins, who's like, okay, do I play fatty, tubby, chubby, neat? What's his name?
2: Good point. (laughs) i I guess I'd rather be a German officer every time.
0: I feel, I feel terrible saying this, and I mentioned this b- before, but German always sounds like monkey to me. <laughs> and I can't, it, 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 what does the guy say in this feat?
1: Oh, wait, I was going to ask you the same thing before you answer that, because uh-huh. this is the, are you talking about Gobler's line, who, he, the guy who walks yeah. up to, because yeah. this is the German I always go to when I'm imitating German. I say exactly what he's saying. <laughs> Something about Camelottenfaden.
3: Yeah, das Flugzeug ist bereit, Herr Major. Das kann beladen werden. Der ready, Major. It can be Wait, what, oh, what does he say? What is it? He says, the plane's ready, Major. It can be
1: loaded. <laughs> so, so I'm kid, saying it can I, be loaded he, when I say Kabeladen werden? speaks <laughs> <peaks>, monkey. Chair, <laughs> we have a lot of German listeners. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> You're insulting an entire nation. <laughs> well, and it won't be the first time well, he's these done that. Germans
0: don't care if we kill each other. <laughs> they're
1: not going to listen to our <laughs> podcast.
3: So, speaking of insulting an entire country, yeah, who are all these people on the hillside? Like, are That's they just a, coming out to watch the fun? Yeah,
1: that is super weird. There's like li- just like a like they're just dotting the hillside. Is that who you're talking about?
3: Quiet, yeah, they're all just quietly watching.
1: Yeah, because there's yeah in the background there's like like oceans of people being like marched away or something, or they're just walking away or something. But then in other parts, yeah, they're just like, they're lined up on the hill way off, like way (laughs) off in the distance, like miles away. It's very weird.
3: Close encounters. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is close encounters.
3: Although I don't know if you guys have seen the, any of the behind the scenes stuff. They Spielberg had to make really, really intricate models of this whole set back in the day. And they, Like, there are pictures of him towering over this giant model of Tannis with the airplane, like the flying wing in the background. Oh, yeah. And I think they had 2,000 tiny little figures that dotted the model. And it's it's amazing. Like, I'll put this picture on the website. Is that really necessary? It looks exactly like the movie. And I think this gives him a lot of freedom that we're going to see in the next couple minutes, sort of to, to plan his shots.
1: Yeah. That's cool. I guess that's the way to do it figure out exactly what you're doing before you get there.
2: Unlike Indiana Jones, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if this tent that uh, the Bella comes out of, right at the beginning of this part, if that's the tent. Like I see, like you know, typewriters and things in there. I wonder if that's the tent where they sent the communiqué that the U.S. intercepted. If they sent that from exact from that exact spot, <laughs> like, oh, we found Tannis. Let him know.
2: It's actually Lawrence Kasdan's tent. Yeah,
1: that's where he wrote that communique into the script.
2: Yeah. That
0: first German mechanic has the largest monkey wrench I've ever seen.
1: That's a huge wrench.
0: (laughs) It's a big monkey wrench.
1: Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, let's back up just slightly. Like, we see Indy, like, climbing onto the plane. And uh, the pilot, we should note, is Frank Marshall, uh, co producer of this movie. Um, I think they just tossed him in there last minute. They said, here, put this helmet on and (laughs) you're the pilot. And, uh, but yeah, this mechanic guy, uh, I don't buy him as a mechanic or as an actor (laughs) because he's, (laughs) he calls Indy down and like Indy's starting to come down. He's about to kick the guy in the face and the guy is like supposedly menacingly, like sort of hitting the wrench into his fit, into his hand. You know, like okay, you're gonna get it. But he does it very, very lacklusterly, as though he is actually concentrating on when he's supposed to recoil from the fake kick, and uh, it doesn't come across as sincere. Well, and or that, valid. that's a pet
0: peeve of yours. Uh, like yeah, we had this conversation before. Like when Marion is kind of. Smashing her hands together in the bar.
1: Oh, no, I and love said, that.
0: Yeah, you do. But I mean, how you say you never really understood when people <laughs> are like pounding their fist in their hand <laughs> in the back alley, like getting ready to, you know, fist to cuff it up.
1: Well, this gesture I would understand even more. I would understand it better if it was if it was done like I you know see me hitting this thing into my hand. I'm gonna hit you with it next. This is I'm demonstrating that this thing can impact another thing. Whereas you know like the fist and the hand thing is like I'm gonna polish my fist and it's gonna be all shiny when I punches. But uh, yeah, thus begins this awesome uh, plane fight which we love. Well. Yeah, and the reason I brought up the sort of Spielberg with this
3: really intricate model is the super amount of planning that went into this allowed them to, they basically improvise this entire fight. Really? And Whoa. Spielberg likes to talk about how this was his very favorite scene to make in the movie because they literally just made the whole thing up as they went along.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And that's also terrifying because one of my big questions during this scene is how do they plan around those propellers? <laughs> like they're all professionals yeah. and they know what they're doing, but the, God, that had to be—they're really close to those things.
3: Well, if you come back tomorrow, you'll find out there may have been some yeah, some issues.
2: Ooh. Well, but you they, know, before we come back tomorrow, don't we have to talk about the guy who um, comes out of the tent? Of course. Well, I was gonna say, oh, what
1: sorry, uh, sorry,
0: what what does the guy have in his hand? Is it like a Stein?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> or he's peeing into it or something? <laughs> yeah. It's a weird stein if it's a stein.
0: Yeah, it's got a strange shape to it.
1: But we got to say, this is Pat Roach. This is uh, henchman number four from Nepal, who once again is appearing through a doorway and is once again overjoyed <laughs> at the prospect of a rough house that he gets to join in. He's I, so excited.
0: I was going to say, you know, this movie has a lot of ruckus rumpus revelers. <laughs> Just, I mean, there's because you're right, it's the same guy and it's Pat Roach and the guy from the, you know, the Marion's bar who walked in, yeah. you know, to wet his whistle. And he's he's like, oh, rough House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: He just starts yeah,
1: he's the ad. Like, he's off. like,
0: I have a name for it. He's a fracas seeker.
1: <laughs> That's his name in the credits.
0: Yeah, fracas <laughs> yeah. seeker. Or like, uh, you know, he's a melee meddler. <laughs> a, a scrum chum
1: a scrum chum A scrap tap He's part of the punch bunch Sorry
2: When I was reviewing these bits, I, I you know, looked them up in the credits I just started calling them Otto von Bluto <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that did <laughs> ah! uh, Never mind All my flying wings here, gotta go <laughs> Wait, come back he ba- lives oh. in a hut
3: It looks like it's straight out of Bali or Fiji. I was wondering about that. Did the
1: Germans build that? (laughs) Well, who is is he? he Maybe he just lives there waiting for a fight.
2: But he's he's a fracas seeker! (laughs) I'm a fracas seeker. And he
1: must be a great one, because how did he know that there was going to be a fracas at that plane? And he just camped out there this whole time. (laughs) I think he's Airbnb in it. He showed up looking. The B&B means uh, beaten up boys I don't know sorry that'll be cut out did um, get,
0: get in your flying wing I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> we should uh we should we should tally though the tally though the number of people who have died and come back in this movie we got Baranka. we got yeah. henchman number four we got Forrestal do we count Forrestal <laughs> yeah what do you mean do we count forestall? we count Forrestall, <laughs> and we've got Marion Ravenwood does Marion Ravenwood count yes okay Yeah. yes so that's pretty good that's a good tally. Yeah, It's a
2: movie about reincarnation. Freaky. It is.
1: The, the religious overtones.
0: That and scrum chums. <laughs>
2: Wrath of God stuff.
1: Fire and lightning. Power of God or something. Um, Well, I'm excited for this next minute. I know I said that yesterday, but I mean it again today. Um, does anybody have anything else for this one before we reconvene tomorrow
0: no next minute is the biggest minute of my life it is i've actually been waiting for
1: this minute this entire goddamn movie yeah i'm really excited um so pete could you please tell the people where they can give us their additional uh bruiser names for um otto von bluto and uh other things Yeah, just take your shirt
3: off, step out of the house, and you can join us at Facebook or at the Indiana Jones and the Listener Crusade or find us at indianajonesminute.com.
1: I have to say something. It's been bugging me for a while. I think our group name is Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener's Crusade. And I don't know for sure if you type in Indiana Jones and the Listener's Crusade if it'll come up. Well, that's an experiment everyone can do until tomorrow. Um, but yes, however you find us, please do. And please come back tomorrow for minutes minute, 78 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Air Bear. Camelot and Badden. <laughs> Scrap chap. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Did
0: you have those written down, chair? Did you just come up with those off the top of your head? I'm just riffing. Slap pap. <laughs> yeah. And not with you. I got nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna use that tomorrow. <laughs> and, a not slug with, and not with you.
1: <laughs> well, no, wait, no, wait, 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 The episode's not over. Does he actually say that? And not with
0: you. Yes.
1: He says he, and not with says, you. He says
0: Go back. He says.
3: I'm listening. I'm gonna listen right now. Please he says, do. I trust
0: Pete. When we here. are very far from here, and not with you.
1: That's gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna change everything. It's very wait, quiet. who said? I'm. Who I'm, said just, I'm just Bellock gonna let the episode says... keep going until we. <laughs> <to enjoy this laughs> out. He does. He totally does see it. Not with you. Wow. Oh my god. God. Yeah. Wow. Well done, Jerry.
0: Yeah. That, like I said on the you know listeners' crusade, I'm never right. That's some
1: archaeology <laughs> right there, Jerry. <dear. laughs> yeah, you dug deep. used your <laughs> that brush on goes that in one. the museum. <laughs> wow. Well, well done, Jones. <laughs> Jones,
0: this is a slumber party now, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's impossible to do a slumber party.